click play and I want to welcome you to the advice from Hannah show this is your host Hannah Salazar and you clicked on season 2 episode 72 barely functioning with the girls Amanda and Christina this episode was done live post COVID and I hope that you guys enjoy the laughs are you ready to start this bad boy because I am Why does it have to happen once a month? Why can't it be quarterly? I can't go through <laughs> It's exhausting. We do have to have a period episode. You should. I, there's, I, have, I follow a period girl, but um, <laughs> she talks about periods. Anywho, welcome to the Advice from oh, Hannah show. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Welcome. <laughs> to the advice from Hannah show I'm your host Hannah Salazar and I'm here with Amanda and Christina from the barely functioning podcast that was a bit of our intro so you guys understand oh, no. what we're doing out here <laughs> don't you love that I start recording when nobody knows and now <laughs> you bamboozled us <laughs> I too was bamboozled hustled and tricked and now everyone knows we're in top form <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always try to bring real raw conversations to this platform so I thought that you know what this is exactly what we need to do for season two let's bring it out so without further ado Amanda Christina welcome super excited to have you guys on here um, they're dancing super I'm super happy to be here girl Ever since the Super Bowl I just can't honestly JLo after that super, I, when we're taping guys the Super Bowl just happened last week and JLo literally has me on some I'm about to go vegan and <laughs> If you didn't think that performance was the best thing ever, we you cannot... You made your first step today with the vegan donut. <laughs> there you go. You're now a vegan. I'm now a vegan. That's it. I'm just going to go freaking... What, do I have to drink vegan wine and stuff now? Isn't all wine vegan? What? How could you make vegan wine? I'm concerned about this. No, this should be really something we bring up with the liquor board of Ontario. <laughs> It's okay. It was like- <laughs> so, before we, we jump into the questions, like these guys are my BFFs podcasting. We ramble all the time, so I know you guys are gonna have fun. But you know, if you want to kind of let the universe know, who are you? What do you? What are your names? <laughs> After you, my dear. You always make me go first, and it drives me <laughs> crazy. I am Christina, one half of the barely functioning duo. Um. I don't really know what else to say. (laughs) Like, do you really want to hear about my nine to five? I don't know. She's a fiery redhead. I am a fiery (laughs) redhead. Um, But yeah, so happy to be here, Hannah. We actually just recorded an episode of our podcast. So it's a crossover night, which is so exciting. Crossover Friday night. Woohoo. Yeah, it's like back in the day, you know, TGI Fridays, when they had all those good shows. (laughs) I love a good crossover, but here we are. Teen Angel. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that one. We are going to take Hannah's show down an entirely different path. Are you sure you wanted us on this? Honestly, Teen Angel was the truth, though. Real talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm Amanda, the other half of the Barely Functioning podcast, and also entrepreneur. 
Um, <laughs> I've just been speaking in accents for the past couple weeks. Uh, my business is The Wolf Co., which is a partner and sponsor of Hannah's podcast. You may have heard her plug it once or twice. And that's me. I'm really excited to be here. This should be a fun episode. You know what? I'm really excited to have you guys on here just because you're also fellow podcasters. And one of the main questions that I get is, how do you start a podcast? Why did you start a podcast? So I'm going to be the basic B that I am right now and ask you what launched Barely Functioning, which is your podcast available on iTunes, SoundCloud. Um, New episodes every Tuesday. You know? <laughs> plug it. Plug it. This is what we're doing out here. So, uh, Okay, so... Christina and I actually haven't known each other for that long. Yeah. We met maybe a year and a bit ago, if that. And we launched our podcast, geez, four months ago? Less than that. Yeah. Yeah, three months. Yeah. Um, and we just kind of instantly clicked when we met. We used to work together. And... Um, by the way, we still work together. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird how that happened. Um, so, yeah, we we work together, and we just kind of were chatting one day, and I think I might have said to you, like, do you want to start a podcast with me? Yeah, it was something that I never really had considered. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you know, I want to start a podcast, but when I met Amanda... Um, she kind of took me to places I never really had thought about before. But we've never traveled together. <laughs> we haven't traveled. <laughs> no, but you brought like <laughs> your mind. Yeah. Um, she'll kill any vibe, kids. <laughs> so we um, just kind of like she said, we clicked, we talked, and then we went out a couple times, had some drinks, and I think like the conversation just kind of kept blossoming and blossoming and interestingly enough we came up with the title before we even knew anything so we always just kind of felt a little bit barely functioning and one thing that we really kind of wanted to not always talk about but something that kind of jumped us off was kind of societal norms and where you know life path is supposed to take you and me being in my mid-30s and Amanda very quickly approaching her mid-30s don't remind felt a little bit you know it was just something that we talked about Hannah who's just 30 and keeps <laughs> saying how old she feels um but I'm we, a baby <laughs> but we kept talking about just kind of how you know life you know, life expects you to be in a certain place. And at this point in our lives, we weren't really where we kind of felt we should be. Mm -hmm. But um, that's kind of what made us us. And that's how Barely Functioning came. And now with a title like that, people don't have high expectations. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> if you miss an episode, whoops, Barely Functioning. <laughs> it may have happened once or twice. Um, but it was funny in those those nights that we would go out to the bar, um, you know, over drinks, we would be writing ideas for episodes and we got to crack open that um, original list one day and yeah. just kind of go through some of these ideas are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
It's just like a sentence you could say in a podcast. It doesn't make yeah. an entire episode. We were going to do like a wing off. Like a chick <laughs> taste all the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> With different hot sauces. Um, so that was a fun one. <laughs> but from like it was just always really easy I think. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in terms of like how we run the podcast to be Christina does all the editing and I do most of the social. Christina steps in when I'm having a barely functioning moment. <laughs> um, and we talked about this and we talk about this all the time, but there's never been another like a better time to teach yourself something. I don't know what Hannah, what your expertise was before you launched the pod, but we didn't know how to launch the pod. Google taught me how to launch a podcast, how to record a podcast, how to edit a podcast. It's probably why it's only mediocre still, but no. I play, I play. Um, go listen though. <laughs> yeah, go listen. Um, Yeah, it was just, you know, something that it was a creative outlet for us. So we figured out how to do it. I loved everything that you just said. Just because you talked about three things that I'm like a catalyst for. Number one is creating friendship before business, uh, which is very important because you have to be able to vibe together, which is what you did over drinks. The second thing is having the same vision together. And thirdly, just having fun. This is why I love Barely Functioning. They're downplaying it. Their graphics are on point. Their social media game is tight and their episodes drop when they're supposed to. Um, Despite (laughs) it not maybe missed a couple of things but i know that i can go on your page barely functioning i'm like oh these chicks are gonna make me feel better about wearing my underwear and spraying febreze on it because i do not want to do laundry so <laughs> i'm just dropping you just- told us it was your coat hair yeah, yeah. but we'll take it <laughs> right so the truth comes out dun, dun, dun. you know so this is this is the type of stuff that that i like that you guys do because so many of you feel that way and you know, I want to bring this next question just because how do you battle not fitting into the box that society has built for us? As you know, females in 2020 out here doing things we don't know what to do. How do you battle with the, oh, really? You're doing that? And why? That's a loaded question. It's a I very mean, loaded question. Some days are, are just better than others, Absolutely. right? And it's easier to get through all that, but... Like, for me, it's mostly just keeping at it and keeping consistent and reminding myself and saying out loud that I am good enough. Not even good enough. I am enough. More than enough. I could do this. And, you know, people have done it before me. They will continue to do it after me. So why can't I do it now? Kind of thing. Um... And like, you just, you have to keep kind of going and as best as you can, not let what other people are saying um, deter you from that path that you're going. And case in point is, I like recently got married, which is a huge societal norm and people care when you get married, um, buy a house, have kids, da 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 da. And I posted the photo of, you know, when I got engaged, of course, because why else would you have Instagram? And, you know, over a hundred likes, over a hundred comments, people so excited about this wedding. I then post 
about something that I've launched in my business and it's like I hear nothing Crickets. from the people that are closest to me. So it does sting a bit, but like you almost have to just know everybody is on their own journey and for some it is going down that path of no, I'm going to finish school, find a guy, get married. Da, 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 da. And for others, it's no, I'm going to finish school, build a career, build another business, and then I'm going to sort out that stuff. If it happens, it happens kind of thing. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, what she said. <laughs> but, you know, like Amanda hit up the that she got married and, and everybody commented on that. And I was probably like, hey, girl, hey, um, I, I wanted to go to her bachelor party because it looks so lit. But um, I, I lived it through her IG, pri- like her IG close friends group. And it was hysterical. I didn't even post half of this. I can just imagine. I can just. I think I was sending Christina some of the videos, though. These were <laughs> these were insane. And I know you had fun, but Christina, I know I have to ask you, you don't fit the society norms just because I, I always want to ask the single girl mm-hmm. this because since I'm married and I'm old, I don't know much about what's going on in the in the single world. So not being, you know, barely functioning in your mid-30s and then getting like judged harshly because you're, you're single and you're loving it. Like mm-hmm. you're out here doing your, your thing. How do you combat those comments because I know a lot of our listeners right now they they're experiencing that yeah and you know how do you kind of curve those or or what do you say to yourself to to make you feel better um well I think it's really just a matter of like finding that happiness within you I myself have dated so many bad guys just because you know oh you don't have a boyfriend or you know so For me, it was just a matter of my last relationship was really bad and I wanted to kind of fix myself before I started dating again because I didn't want to bring old problems into a new relationship. And I honestly, I think I'm really lucky by nature. I don't know if it's the environment I was raised in. My dad's kind of been single for most of my life. My grandma's been single for most of her life. So... I'm just very independent and I'm not bothered by being single. I'm not, you know, we kind of talk about some people that really value their worth on the men they're dating. And it was just, it's just something for me that doesn't bother me. Make no mistake, I want to find a partner. I want to find my forever person, but fucking sorry I don't know if I'm sorry <laughs> but in this climate it's just not easy to find the right person with the right intentions and so I think you know you have to be comfortable with yourself and happy with yourself before you can kind of find that in someone else Woo! did you guys hear that mic drop because she just <laughs> said learn to love yourself and figure yourself out before you go rope somebody else in. I got the roping for and you guys earlier. Settle. Like, yeah. stop settling. Just because people tell you you need to be married or have somebody by a certain age, it doesn't mean shit. So you're supposed to be with somebody that makes you miserable because society tells you that you're a lonely, um, what Cat do lady. they call spinster? Oh, if, yeah. you, if you don't, like... No. I think like, so I'm 35 again. I don't know why I feel like I need to publish that fact everywhere, but um, I'm 35. I spent, you know, almost 
four years after high school with a guy that was really bad for me. I spent 10 years with a guy that we were on and off, on and off, a little bit of a weird situation. And then I spent five more years with a guy that wasn't good, but it was, I was in a situation where I felt like I could fix it. I felt like I could make it better. And like, well, I don't want to be alone and I don't want to be by myself. But I wasted so much time on people who did not treat me or value me right that finally in my life I feel like I'm at a point where I'm not going to settle for anything less. And you shouldn't. Yeah. And you shouldn't. But it's so much easier than said. Hindsight is so much easier than like looking at it where you are. So, you know, for those people that are longing to find that person and to be in a relationship I get it but you got to be comfortable with yourself you can't depend on someone because even with when you're dating someone for a long time and you're in such a good relationship anything could happen to that person and you could end up alone again Mm -hmm. right god forbid but you just always have to like make sure that you're okay on your own find your own self-worth first yeah But again, really a lot easier said than done. And a lot of life experiences drive you to that place. Definitely. I felt that. I felt that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Amanda, you recently touched on social media. If you guys aren't following her at the Wolf Co., um, you should get on it. She's always dropping gems. But you recently touched upon burnout and and feeling burnt out. And I want to ask you, in a sense, because for myself i'm a female that does a million things and so many other girls do how do you know when you're experiencing burnout and what are the things that you're now implementing in your life for it not to happen again well i mean when you start looking at your balcony a certain way (laughs) when you know you know (laughs) we all know (laughs) oh yeah christina but not to make a joke of it that's not what we mean um totally just joking anyways um i just really knew for me because i'm so used to doing so many things i'm I'm used to actually balancing them quite well i don't even though there's a lot on my plate like i think i do a pretty good job of still staying level-headed and like always knowing okay you can still kind of figure this out there's a way to get things done and not get overwhelmed but this particular time it was completely different everything was foggy I didn't know where to start I would look at like my list and even though I would break them up and go through my process and my motions nothing was making sense everything was making me like really upset Like I was in a very, very dark place for a while and I was super, super tired. Um, Not just because I wasn't getting any sleep, but my creative juices were, they were gone. I couldn't think of any new ideas. I didn't want to post anything. Um, And if you follow me, you know, like I'm always on my stories, like, always doing something weird and like put myself out there and I had no desire to to do that so I knew that there was something really different and not right about this situation um so I took a little bit of time away from everything I spent a lot of time with my family and my friends 
reading a lot more and just kind of being away from the offline world and just more in the real world here um, and just kind of waited it out. And another thing that really helped me and I have it here because I didn't want to forget is I had to write myself a little mantra and a pep talk. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I ripped this out of a notebook on uh, a to-do list, <laughs> but I was like, I got which get is this symbolism in itself. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the back of sheets, freaking time blocking. So there you go. Okay, and none of that was working for me, so I had to write this out. You are Amanda freaking Kohal. You are a beast and a queen. Get back to it. The wolfies need you. You need you. And now I've been saying that. There you go, folks. <laughs> as cheesy as it is, I've been saying that to myself every single day because I need to remind myself of everything that I've done. And it's okay to take a break once in a while. It's okay to just feel like you don't have anything fresh to give. Um, you were operating just, seven days a week, all cylinders. Yeah from like 5.30 a.m. until 10 p.m. So even as much as I try to have no screens after nine, never mm -hmm. since 2020 started, never happened. And two, like even over the holidays, I launched one of my signature program, literally like working on Christmas Eve, like doing stuff on Christmas day, boxing day. Like there was like a full six days that I was just like hunched over, like doing work. And even when I would try to like turn it off, my brain was still like, you gotta finish, you gotta finish. Like you set this timeline, you need to get this done. Um, so I'm just really trying now to learn how to take a rest and like, stop putting these expectations on myself because I like I have expectations like the highest expectations of myself not even of other people it's just but it gets to me if I can't finish something so I'm just trying to slow it down a notch if I don't feel 150% about a project that's in front of me I don't want to do it and I'll say no to it now which is like a really big step for me if you know me. <laughs> and you try and unplug a little bit more on the weekends. Yes, yes. So Sundays for sure are always offline and I'm really working towards taking Saturdays off too. And then one day when I'm super, super lucky, I'm only gonna work like 10 hours a week. That is why I love this woman and why like I love how you took everyone of how it is feeling to be burned out and then the high expectations that you have for self like that's something that I struggle with like I expect myself to be Oprah like yesterday but here I am still grinding it out and, and it's important that you talked about how you felt and how you've kind of taken yourself to this spot right now and you're working on making it better so thank you for for sharing that and I hope you guys understand the value that this woman just dropped because that's an uncomfortable question to ask somebody and you handle it like a yeah, pro. Yeah, and I mean, for anybody that's out there working towards something that is so aligned with their passion, um, I think it's really particularly frustrating when you can see that light at the end of the tunnel, you know exactly where you want to be, but you feel like you're just standing at the same spot. 
but you're like, but I feel any day now I could just explode and I'll be where I want to be. But also then what if it doesn't happen? And what if I just stay in the same spot for two, three, five years kind of thing? So it's frustrating, but you gotta just know, like it's a huge accomplishment that you can even fucking see the end of the tunnel and know what you're working towards. And now you just gotta be patient and consistent to get there. Patience and consistency. I talk about this all the time. You, you dropped it. This is why I like taping with podcasters. You guys know how to get me going. Uh, no, I, you know what? Gears turning. Yeah, I was like, hello. What do you? You need patience. Like Rome wasn't built in a day, and um, you just need to go, but go with purpose and driven. And you know what? Saying no is something I'm working on. And I said no to something the other day. And I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. What's happening? It feels fucking good, though. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It feels good, but I think that for you guys, because you told me about this, there's a little bit of guilt behind it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you, like, want to appease everyone and help them on their journey and what they're doing. But at some point, you guys can only... You're only one person, both of you. You guys are wild. <laughs> and because at one point, you were always on and always available for those people, that's their expectation of you. Yeah. It's like, but she's always answered me. She's always said yes. She's always done this. And now... You're stepping back and it's kind of like, wait, what? I don't know. I just am always fearful that I'm then insulting somebody. No, I, I, I... That's where the guilt comes. No, I just look at it as like you're leveling up and guess what? I don't have time to deal with your petty stuff. Like I'm, I need to step back to rise and helping you fix the same problem that I fixed 500 times in 2019 and 2018, 2017. I don't have time to do this right now. So sorry. You <laughs> triggered. <laughs> You hit a nerve on the host right now. I'm like, <laughs> this is why I like having people on here. Can you imagine just me out here just talking about that? But it's true, though. I, I, I rate that and I respect that. When somebody says no to me, I'm like, you know what? We go back to the drawing board and figure out a way that we can work together that's mutually good for both of us. So, think, like, can you come back on the show? We need you back. Holiday special, you're coming back. Uh, we need to talk about that, that subject in, in more larger but Christina I have to ask you because I picked your brain I started reading everyone again and you're an avid reader yep. and you read a lot and I kind of I gave her my theory of not buying used books sorry tree huggers I told oh Amanda I died laughing at that I told Amanda but you told the wrong person that because you know Christina now is freaking out about it I'm also kind of like Sweet, now I can justify my book buys. <laughs> <laughs> so friggin' Hannah tells Christina that she shouldn't go to the library because there's bed bugs there. In the books. It's and then, it's, she didn't just say that, she said, and think about, where do you read your books? In bed. Hannah. Or on the toilet. <laughs> what? What's it just me? <laughs> I'm never in there long enough to like, I'm just going to, you know, push a quick chapter. <laughs> you know what, though? Hannah's like, sorry, Daniel, I'm going to do my 10 pages. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But maybe I should just sit there now. Maybe I can yeah. read some <laughs> I'm going to thank you guys. Got to be careful, though. That leg will fall asleep <laughs> on you. <laughs> 
with the bad knees. Okay. Um, so, since you've been reading so much, has there been any books that have stood out to you and that has helped you in, in kind of finding yourself? Um, well, I think that every book... So I like a little bit of like the biography and stuff because I love, I think everybody has like a, a cool story to tell. There's lessons in every person's story and journey. So recently I read the Phil Knight Shoe Dog book, which is the founder of Nike and his kind of story of perseverance and um, kind of integrity and all of that stuff was really good. But I also love like a good book that'll kind of take you away. Sometimes you need a book that'll just kind of take you to a different place. So a cup, what is it? Wait, I always forget. Fiction. Fiction. Like why is it nonfiction, the story type and the fiction, the real ones? But anyway, fiction is, I've read like a few good books there that are really good. City of Girls was really good. And, oh, one I read in, like, a night was called The Arrangement. And it was about, like, um, sugar daddies. I like that. So that one was, like, really <laughs> salacious. Carlos, I, listen up. I literally, <laughs> I started that at, like, 10 o'clock on a Saturday. And I didn't turn my lights off until 4 a.m. Because I just read it all the way through. But, um, like I said, I love to read because I think everything, every story just has you know, a lesson to be told and um, things that you can Im implement in your everyday life and just kind of, you know, soak in. So I'm so glad you're reading. Oh, dude, I have gone what on What are you reading, right? What did you say? Um, the body, mind, and soul. Like, how, how your body heals trauma for the body, mind, and soul. Perfect for so, you. Dude, like, align some, uh, a follower, well, you know, I like her, she's cool, and I, I picked her brain, I was like, what are your top three books that changed your life, and that was literally number one for her, and this book has just been rocking me, because it's basically a psychologist that studied uh, post-traumatic stress way back in the 60s with uh, Vietnam War vets, yeah. um, and how kind of the body, I, so many, I, I had to pull out the highlighter, girl. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is getting... And how we... How the human craves trauma. Yeah. And, like, you know, when you're hurt... And, like, and, and I resonated this... Because when something hurts me... And somebody's, like, doing something on me that's painful... They're like, oh, do you want an aesthetic? I'm like, no, just go for it. Like, I can mm. handle pain. But it's because I'm used to so many different levels of trauma. So, anyways... That was a super interesting book. I'm going to tag it in the comments. Yeah. Um, it's a really good read. There's another really good one that I've heard from a lot of people. Actually, I heard a recent interview with Kobe Bryant. Um, the book is called The Alchemist. And I have heard many, many good things. It's a very old book. I read it. I read it. Did you read it? I read was it, it life-changing? I read it super young yeah. in my teens, so I would have to reread it. But Paulo Coelho is just this guy. You just, said it much better than I was. <laughs> Paulo Coelho. <laughs> I'm done. But he, Me too. <laughs> I'm done with the matter. But no, definitely read it and, and let me know how it goes because he's a writer. He wrote a book, one of the books that he's written, mm -hmm. and I respect him so much as a writer because he refuses to make any of his books into movies, period. Yeah. And he actually, for one of his books, he went and he was homeless in the streets of Paris. 
to live the homeless yeah. experience to write the book. Like, who does that? Somebody. So it's like method writing. Yeah. 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 Um, another really quick book that I do want to call it, which I've read a few times, is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, okay. That's a really good one. And that's one that you can, like, read every couple of years to kind of sharpen the saw gives you an idea of like understanding better how other people work and your way is not always the right way and Mm -hmm. that's a really good one i'm into the reading too yeah but you've really gotten me into it more Mm -hmm. we just went and bought a bunch of books so i'm reading everything is fucked a book about hope (laughs) and the book i got was unfuck yourself (laughs) you guys are twins yeah i loved I love, love, loved having you guys on. I have to ask you a question that I've been asking since my very first episode to all of my guests. And it's, what's been the best advice that you've been given? Like, hands down, if you can pick one moment. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm like, can I pass this one to Christina? <laughs> See, no. no, you probably saw my face. <laughs> These ones on the spot. I know. This one's always hard. Um. So it's not necessarily in advice but it's some insight that I received recently it's just like everything's not going to happen as fast as you expect it to or want it to things aren't always going to be easy but you really just always have to keep moving forward and pushing and going because nothing's going to uh grow if you're not moving Ooh, I like this she told me that today Amanda, how are you dropping gems like this while we're not recording? Because <laughs> he said it better probably than I did, but uh, but yeah, you gotta keep it moving. I think maybe it's you're stealing Lizzo. mine. I think I got it from Lizzo. No, what I'm saying, I'm repeating you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it's more like I can't really remember if something somebody said exactly, but. Um, just know your worth and in those times when you're looking longingly at the balcony (laughs) sorry to go back to that poor tasteful or poor taste joke but um just know that you are enough Mm. period okay I felt that. I felt that. This was super fun. I want to give you guys the floor to to plug. Where can we find you? Where can we find the podcast, your social media handles? And, and overall, I want to thank you for the good vibes and coming on and, and chatting with me. You know, I would like a good, a good chit chat. Um, so, so please, where can they find you? What's going on? So we can, you can find the podcast at Barely Functioning Podcast on Instagram. And it links out to where you can listen. We don't have a website yet, so yeah, we can find us on Instagram. <laughs> We're barely functioning. Yeah. You can find my personal account at Christina underscore Hammond, Christina with a K. But the cool stuff happens on the pod page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can find me on Instagram at the wolf with an E dot C-O. And that links to everything, including my TikTok page. <laughs> Listen, TikTok, we'll talk about that another day. (laughs) I need to get on there, but I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. This was super fun. Please come back. This is your home. And like always, this is your girl advice from Hannah coming at you from Amanda's Condo in Toronto. Wishing you the best day ever. Toodles.